A spectacular day, isn't it? Just spectacular. You know, uh, just stop and think about it for a minute. Today just happened to be uniquely, since we're all on the same calendar today, or at least we have the same uh, possible schedule, millions and millions and millions, multiplied millions of people today all over the whole world are celebrating Palm Sunday. We're all doing it together. All over Africa, all over South America, all of the, I mean, the, the movement amongst Christians in those, it, it, on those continents is spectacular. Everywhere, people are celebrating today. And everywhere today, they're hearing the glorious Hosanna. Well, that's sort of a tough word <laughs> because it's got some nuances to it. On the one hand, it's a, <coughs> it's a word of praise. But on the other hand, it's an appeal. Save, Lord. <coughs> That's what it means. It's a grand, grand word. Oh, what a glorious day. And, <coughs> wow, what we're going to do today is, <coughs> wow. <coughs> what happens when you get old? Uh, anybody got some water? Oh, don't go out, don't go too far. <coughs> What? Oh, <coughs> thank you. I don't know what to do in this. <coughs> it's because I didn't sit on the stool. <coughs> now, through the great mystery, the great mystery of liturgy and sacrament, we get to participate in this day. We are not simply celebrating Palm Sunday. We are participating in the entrance of the Lord himself in the Jerusalem. In this mystery, we're there. I remember when uh, the first Palm Sunday, when we were starting uh, St. Stephen in, uh, in, I think it's in Campbell now, but I think we were in Cupertino then. But we, we were in a uh, Armenian, brand new Armenian church. And... Uh, uh, Mark Mellis, who is the brother-in-law of Jerry Christ, and he, he, he had just become Orthodox. And I remember that Palm Sunday, he said, I was in the back of the procession, and we went around the whole church outside. And he said, I was there. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I said, what did you see? He said, I saw the entrance of the Lord into Jerusalem. He actually participated in it. Uh, I did, sort of. But you know who has the hardest job of participating? It's the priest, huh? Because what comes next? What are we supposed to do? What am I supposed to hold? <laughs> Sometimes we get lost. But oh, we get to participate in this. And that's really the theme of this whole homily, participation. What you want to do is participate today in this glorious entry of the Lord into Jerusalem, and, and in this holy week, you want to participate in every single day. Even if you don't come to the services, you still need to participate. And you can. Oh, through a mystery, you can participate. And so what are we doing today? We're celebrating, we're celebrating the entrance of this great king, this conquering king. This is mind-blowing. We sang it in matins. 
We sang it just a few minutes ago here. Who is entering? A king. Now, what about this king? In his humanity, he is seated on a jackass. In his deity, he is seated on the throne of the cherubim. Whoa. Can you imagine it? At the same, almost as it were, time, that's not quite right, because I can't talk about time in that vein, but almost at the same time, on the throne of glory and on the throne of a donkey. You see, and this is my first thing I want to encourage you with. He came meek and lowly. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, who will reign forever. He just comes on a donkey. You see, if you do the will of God, you don't have to make a big show. Do you know that the word meekness is one of the most difficult words to define in the 21st century? Because even the translation of the Bible that I've been using for 50 years, it translates that Greek word as gentle or mild. It's wrong. The word is meek, and it doesn't mean meek and mild. It means I don't have to make a show. It means I know who I am. It, need, it means I'm doing the will of my Father, and it's going to happen. I, I don't have to make this happen. All I, I just need to do what my Father wants me to do, and that's what he did this day. That's what Jesus is doing right now on Palm Sunday. He's doing the will of the Father. And when we sing in those Beatitudes, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, you need to understand, you don't have to make a big show. You just need to do the will of God. And if you just do the will of God, whatever God wants to do through you is going to happen. You don't have to be a big shot. I heard somebody this week, I listened to a, to a video of a person that I sort of know, and he had to explain how great he was and all the great accomplishments that he and his family had done over the years. And I thought, I'm sorry. You don't need to explain all that. If you've got a message, just tell us. You don't have to make a big deal out of it. Because blessed are the meek, not blessed are the big shots. Blessed are the meek. You know, Jesus was sort of a big shot. If you're seated on the throne of the cherubim, you're sort of a big shot. But you don't have to make a big deal out of it. And how big was the impact? I love this. How big was the impact? If you listen this morning in Matin, it said the whole city, this was from the Gospels, the whole city was stirred. How much of Jerusalem knew what was happening? The whole city. You know, Jerusalem normally was about 30,000 people. But on Palm Sunday, it was a whole lot bigger. Because from all over the world, Jews would come to celebrate. Pascha, the Passover, they would come to celebrate. And so the city would swell to be huge. And the whole city knew it was taking place. 
did you hear what was happening? Jesus, Jesus, you know, the person, the carpenter from Galilee, whoa, he just raised the guy from the dead. And they came. And the chief priests and the scribes were so peeved. Because they don't understand meekness. You know who understands who you know who understands meekness? Children. And I hope, I hope you're a child. I hope you're a child. And so I really want you to participate this week. I want you to participate in, you know, you have a don't you leave today without this little handout. Holy Week, a brief view of the shape and spiritual substance. I want you to take this home. You know, some of us got it, maybe most of us, maybe all of us, got it in an email. What this does is tell you what's happening. Now, moms and dads, you need to let your children know what's happening on the day. I mean, if you can't come to the service, that's okay. Some of you shouldn't come. Some of you won't come, and you should come. But you need to participate. And even if you're home, when Mary Ellen was dying, my wife and Peter's mom, Peter and I participated 24-7. You see, we were there when mom collapsed in Peter's arms. And we thought she was gone, but that was two or three days before. But we were there the whole time. But it doesn't mean that Dan and Gary weren't participating about 500 yards away. And it doesn't mean that the grandchildren and the daughter-in-laws weren't participating. And it doesn't mean that Tim and Sue and, and Tom and Wendy and their families weren't participating, even though they were in Orange County, even though the boys were all there when she died. They all were participating. I, I grieve that I didn't participate in my mom's and dad's death, but you get to participate. And even if you don't come to the service, you can participate. If you have a resurrection icon at home, take it out. I don't care. Put it in your kitchen. Put it where you can see it and tell your children what's happening and tell them what's going on. And then, like, tonight, oh, tonight, bridegroom, tonight, tomorrow, Tuesday. You, I, wish, I wish I could preach on this for a year. There is so much to say tonight. I'm just going to take one thing. Do you talk to your soul? Do you? Well, you better get to talking to your soul. Because tonight, you're going to hear, Behold, the bridegroom comes at midnight. And blessed is he whom the Lord finds awake. And then it says, the translation I'm most familiar with, uh, arouse thyself, O my soul. I think we sing tonight, awake, O my soul. Talk to your soul. What are you going to talk about? Soul, soul, are you ready for the second coming of Christ? That's why your soul needs to be awake. Awake, O my soul, lest you be overcome with sleep. What kind of sleep? Spiritual sleep. 
What's the result of that? You're shut out of the kingdom. None of you should be shut out of the kingdom. Well, start with talking to your soul. You say, well, I want the Lord to talk to my soul. He will. He's been. But you need to talk to your soul. Soul, wake up. You know who needs to hear this? Well, first of all, the archpriest John. Because the archpriest John tends to be a sleeper. And I need to hear, and I need my soul needs to hear. Soul, wake up. And by the way, if you're going to choose one of the bridegroom services, come Tuesday night. Because you're going to hear the song of Cassiano. And you know, all over the whole world, Orthodox love that hymn. Probably of the, uh, certainly in the bridegroom service, it is the most loved piece of all the bridegroom hymnody. And the way it's done here is incredible. Wednesday night, if you can't be here for the service, bring your children, come an hour late. Come on time if you can. But some of you shouldn't, and many of you should. But bring your children. Are you going to not let them get blessed, anointed? Oh, your children need to be anointed, and so do you. But that's what we're going to do on Wednesday, and we're going to participate in this anointing. You know what we're going to do on Thursday night? We're going to have a Bible study. It's a long Bible study. You know, technically, it's not a Bible study. It's a Bible reading. Now, which is more important, a Bible study or a Bible reading? They're both important, aren't they? But a Bible reading is more important than a Bible study because you can't have a Bible study until you've had a Bible reading. So we're going to have a Bible reading. But we're not only going to have a Bible reading, we are going to participate. We're going to be there when Jesus bears his cross to Golgotha and is nailed to the cross. We're going to be there for his death. We're going to participate. We'll be there. So what are we going to do on Friday? Well, what are you going to do after the person who means most to you more than anybody else in all of everything dies? You're going to weep. You're going to lament. And so we're going to lament his death at lamentation. And then on Saturday, we're already going to begin. We're going to start rejoicing in the resurrection. And what we'll do is we will participate in all of this. So, so what I want you to be very sure you do, take it home. Keep track of where you are. Keep track of what's going on. Maybe you need it in your car. If you can take it to work, take it to work. And to yourself, what I'm doing this week is I am not just celebrating. That's not enough. I am participating in the passion of my Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ, which is why I say, Hosanna, save Lord.
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.